everybody? Hey, everybody. Yes, the yellow man, no motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo. It is me. A boy. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. Dogs, thank you for being here. Where the fuck else would you rather be than right here, right now? <laughs> ah, God, thank you guys for listening to the Elemental Podcast. It is a Thursday. What is today? The 7th? 7th of October? The month is flying. Oh, man. Uh, I'm your host, Jimmy Callister. A guy who is coming to grips with saying that he's done with comedy. I uh, I ran into a buddy of mine today, Ryan, uh, at the casino. And, I, and I'll get to why I was at the casino in a, in a hot minute. But I ran into him at the casino today. He He's working there now. I didn't know he was working there. Apparently he's uh, some sort of uh, promotion, something, something. Uh, I didn't quite get it, but, um, he's up there. It's good. It's exciting. And, uh, it was kind of cool. It's, he, he kind of was creeping on me cause I had, uh, taken a picture and posted it to the, uh, to the Insta, to the Insta, Insta. And, uh, I was like, ah, I'm here making bad decisions. And he apparently runs their social media accounts, so he saw it. And then he's like, oh, I know where the, uh, this dumb son of a bitch is, uh, just based upon the picture. So he came over and he talked to me. And Ryan is a guy who's an open micer, and I've helped him out, and I've given him some advice. I've given him some books. I've told him what he should and shouldn't do. But then, you know, ultimately I'm like, yeah, man, you make your own decisions. You make your own choices, and there you go. And, you know, I, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're bringing comedy back here. You know, they apparently they had uh, like a Tuesday night, Wednesday night or something, comedy night over there at the casino, the Gun Lake Casino in Wayland, Michigan. I don't think I mentioned that. That's where I was. And, uh, you know, so we're talking about it. And the guys that are coming in are all dudes. I know they're all regional. They're all Midwest dudes because it's the, it, it's a Thursday night show. I don't know if guys are getting rooms or not, hotel rooms or not, but um, when you have a one, like a one-off show like that, it can make it harder for you to get guys to come out and do things because of like routing issues. Like, well, what the fuck am I going to do on a Friday, Saturday? Like, what comedian is going to fly from like L.A. or New York or wherever to do a gig on a Thursday and then be like, what the fuck am I going to do the rest of the time? So you know, yeah, think about routing and shit like that. But as I'm talking with him, you know, he's asking me how I'm doing. I was like, you know, man, I don't think I'm ever going to get on stage. And I felt I felt good about saying it. I was 100% cool with, with saying it out loud. Because I'm done with it. I'm done, everybody. I'm done, everybody. But you know what I'm not done with? Motherfucking Dippin' Dots. <laughs> I deliver dip dots, everybody, for those who might be new to the shit. Uh, thank you for listening. I can't imagine that you are new. I think I've uh, hit the ceiling on listeners for this podcast as well, too. It was funny when I was talking to Anna on the Patreon, because she's a subscriber to the Patreon. I kind of asked her, I'm like, why do you listen to this podcast? 
And she gave me some reasons. She was like, <laughs> I found it funny. This is one thing I do remember because it hurt my soul. <laughs> she said something along the lines of, the podcast is niche. And I'm like, yep, 100% get it. And she's like, I can't necessarily recommend this to other people. And I 100% get that too. But it still hurts my soul. I still would like to believe that you could uh, ask some rando to listen to this dumb motherfucking podcast. And uh, they would enjoy it. They would laugh. They would have a good time. They maybe would never listen again. But uh, but there you go. But no, I want... I, I, I don't promote this podcast to people myself. So why would I expect you, the listener, to do it? Uh, so I delivered Ibidots, and I was with my boss today. We went to the Breslin Center, which is the arena where the Michigan State basketball team plays. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Michigan State fan, but I will say it was very cool to be there. I was down on court level. Uh, nobody was fucking there. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Nobody was there. And it was cool just kind of looking at it. I don't think I'd ever been in the Breslin Center before. So it was kind of nice. I took a picture of it. Uh, it was very cool. You know, They're new to selling Dippin' Dots. So we had to drop off some freezers and a shit ton of product. And uh, yeah, was, and when I say a shit ton, I mean a, a shit ton of a product. So uh, if you ever go to a basketball game at the Breslin Center and you get yourself some Dippin' Dots, yo boy, drop them off. So we drive back. We got a trailer, right? We got a trailer because we had so much so much shit. We got a trailer and we're dragging it. We're, we're getting back. And uh, the boss is like, all right, I'm just going to drop off the shit here. We'll unload these freezers. I'm going to let you take care of the trailer. And I, I got to go. I'm like, oh, okay. Where are you going, boss man? Where you going, big old boss man? Well, apparently, uh, where I work, the West Michigan Whitecaps, had a company retreat. They had a gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> yeah, they got all their employees together for a company retreat and team building exercises and all that horse shit. Now, I hate those things. We used to do a ton of those things in social work. It's to get to know your coworker better and all that bullshit. And I, I just, uh, icebreaker things and I'm not good at those. Do you guys like those? I've always hated them. It's always like, I, I never liked the, when you were in class and it was the first day of class and, you know, this happened you know, like high school and college and the teacher would be like, all right, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves and uh, tell the class an interesting fact about yourself. I always hated those. I remember when I was in grad school, we did one of those and uh, I just moved to Michigan. I had uh, never, I had never been to Michigan until I moved here for school <laughs> I literally was in, in I, I showed up the day before classes started moved into my apartment 
uh, and then went to school the next day. And they're like, all right, say something about yourself. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Uh, I don't know anybody. Uh, so if, uh, if any of you would like to go out and have a beer after class, let me know. And I had uh, zero people approach me after class. So, yes, I am, uh, I am soured on icebreakers and shit like that. So, I will say I am glad that I was not invited for that because I hate that shit. But now this is, the, this is where Stu becomes a walking paradox and he's a contradiction and everything else. I, uh, I'm a little mad and a little sad that I wasn't invited at the same time because uh, I'm a goddamn full-time motherfucking employee. I am, I am one of the only people who makes the fucking West Michigan Whitecaps money from essentially from October through goddamn fucking May. How am I not asked to be a part of this dumb fucking thing? Again, I've, I've said it before. Nobody there has talked to me in any kind of form or fashion of how can we make things better? What should we do? This, that, or whatever. Three years have been there. Three fucking years. Nothing. Very strange. So I need to, uh, again, you know, fuck. I, it's a dead-end job. I've, I've hit the end. I've hit the end of that dead-end job. and I, uh, it's, I feel a sense of loyalty to them as well, too. Because there have been moments of me being gone, leaving and finding another shit job, and then realizing that shit job was a shittier job than the shit job I had. So then I go back, and then, you know what? They take me back because I was a goddamn good employee and they can't fucking find anybody to take and do this dumb shit job. Hey, Dimps. Dimps is my cat. She just kind of shows up randomly. What are you doing, Dimps? So, uh, so I'm just do. There was nothing to do from today for me to do. So essentially, I just did warehouse work. I cleaned the warehouse. Uh, cleaned the van that I was driving. It was uh, not my van that I normally drive. It was a co-worker's van. We took his van as opposed to my van because his van has a hitch for the trailer. So it needed an oil change, got it done, filled it up with gas, fucking uh, moved product around, did all the shit that nobody else will fucking do. And by that time, it is, you know, just like 11.30 noon, and uh, I said, peace out, bitches. And I laughed. Because I am like, I have some shit I want to do. And I am going to go fucking do it. And you're like, Stu, Stu, what do you want to do? What did you go and do, Stu? What did you go and do, Stu? What did you do, Stu? What did you do? This is what I did. I went back. To the goddamn Jersey store. For those who haven't listened lately, I have uh, a, a, a football jersey fetish apparently lately. And there is a store approximately an hour away from where I live that was selling jerseys for three for $20. God damn, that's not even $7 a piece. You can't fucking go wrong with it. So I went back. And the reason I went back is because... Uh, I bought jerseys for myself originally. I'm a Bills fan. I found some Bills jerseys. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is the greatest of all time. 
bought some Bills jerseys. Uh, some friends of mine were saying, hey, man, if you can find some jerseys for me, please do. So I went back. I found uh, five Eagles jerseys for a buddy of mine. And then another buddy said, hey, man, if you can find some Saints jerseys. And I found a Saint jersey and uh, sent it on to him. So, uh, and then when I was there buying the St. Jersey, I bought some more Bills jerseys because I'm like, yeah, let me just throw these up on fucking Facebook and see if I can get something for it. See if I can get like another jersey, a different jersey, one that I don't have. And uh, I did, you know, he immediately had a guy approach me and he said, hey man, I will give you a, a signed Kurt Warner helmet for two of your jerseys that you paid less than $14 for. Fuck yeah, I will do that. Let's do it, motherfucker. So in my brain, I'm thinking, oh shit. Let's see what we can do, motherfucker. So uh, I, I went back and I bought 21 jerseys today. <laughs> 21 jerseys today, everybody. I bought a shit ton I'm going to go over what I bought, and you're going to go, Stu, you're dumb as fuck. I bought uh, Buffalo Bills London Fletcher 4X <laughs> for the big fucker in your life. I bought a fucking uh, Chris Sims, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the son of uh, Giants, New York Giants great Phil Sims. Uh, Chris Sims is now a uh, reporter for ESPN, I think, or at least he does his own stuff. He is on the Dan Levitard show a whole lot, and that's how I know him. Another Buccaneers jersey. Uh, fucking uh, Joey Galloway. Remember him? Wide receiver, Joey Galloway. Uh, another Bills jersey. Another London Fletcher. <laughs> I figured there's got to be some fat fucks out there. This one's a 5X. Can't go wrong. There's got to be some big dudes out there. I bought another London Fletcher 5X. I'm buying all the London Fletcher jerseys. Everybody fucking loves them. This is a good one, I thought. Donald Driver, the fucking uh, receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Donald Driver. All these jerseys are new too, everybody. They're all new. They all got tags. Uh, I bought this. This is the probably the interesting thing that I purchased. I bought a um, it's a uh, I guess I'd call it a sweatshirt. It's for the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a 3X large. Triple extra large Milwaukee Bucks. I, one of the players could probably fucking wear it. I don't fucking know. Another Buffalo Bills jersey. A Marshawn Lynch extra large. Uh, this one I like too. This is a New England Patriots Ocho Cinco. Large Ocho Cinco jersey. There we go. Going into the other bag of shit. You guys Cleveland Browns fans? I got a Peyton Hillis jersey. Everybody loves Peyton Hillis. Am I right? Uh, Priest Holmes. Kansas City Chiefs. Fucking football legend, Priest Holmes. 
Um, here we go. This is the one that I'm going to get $1,000 for. Michael Vick, 5XL. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. If only they had one for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, another Buffalo Bills jersey, Willis McGahee. I actually got two Willis McGahees. The reason I bought the Buffalo Bills is because I'm actually in a Buffalo Bills group that is just for their merch. I'm going to fucking sell shit on that. A double uh, XL Desmond Clark jersey. The guy who played for the Bears. Everybody loves Desmond Clark. Uh, here's... Oh, this is one. I'm actually sending this one to a listener of the podcast. It's a Giants jersey. It was the only Giants jersey I saw. And I bought it for her because she was asking me if I saw any. And I was like, I will get you one. So I'm going to send it to her. Uh, no, Oh, this Chiefs jersey. God damn, I love this Chiefs jersey. It is a Matt Castle. 4XL Matt Castle Chiefs jersey. I, back in the day when he was the shit for a hot second for the Pats, I was hoping the Buffalo Bills would pick him up. And then the Chiefs did, and then he proceeded to eat shit for the Chiefs. So it worked out for the Bills, I guess, that they never got him. Uh, another basketball jersey, Ben Wallace. I got a Ben Wallace jersey, extra large. I think here in Detroit that might sell. People love fucking uh, Ben Wallace. And then I got a couple I got a couple uh, shirts. They're like button-down bill shirts. One's a small and one's a medium. And I goddamn fucking love these shirts. And I'm just so pissed that fucking uh, they didn't uh, make them in my size. Simeon Rice. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Simeon Rice. And that's it. Those are all the, the jerseys and shit that I got. And I'm going to see if I can trade some of this shit. I'm going to see if I can sell some of this shit and see if I can make a fortune. Now, I'm not going to go back, everybody. I'm not going to go back. I'm bombed. There had been a Joey Harrington jersey there. It was gone, or at least I didn't see it. There had been a Reggie Bush jersey from when he played for the Saints. That was gone. I couldn't find it. They probably would have sold okay. But we'll see. I'm just having fun with it. That's what it's all about. I'm just trying to have fun. I don't have a whole lot of fun in my life. Other than this podcast and colonoscopies. Which that uh, that went well, everybody. My colonoscopy went well. Uh, the poop shoots clean. We're, we're, all, we're all good to go. We talked about that on the Patreon. And I'm a driver. Uh, we sat down, and uh, she asked me questions while I was drugged. I honestly don't remember much about it other than her saying she would not recommend my podcast. <laughs> good. Uh, we got good reviews, though. I had a couple people reach out to me and said they liked it. They told me that I should have uh, Ann on again, so maybe that'll happen in the future. We'll see. We will see. We will see. So then afterwards, I went to the casino because you guys uh, may or may not know I am gambling like a motherfucker on uh, NFL games. I, I'm slapping some money down. I'm not a lot of money, and I'm not betting on a lot of games. The first week, three games. Last week, four games. 
And uh, I'm up, everybody. I'm up. Not by a lot, but I'm up. I'm, I'm winning. I, I'm beating the house. Although the house is probably evening out because I sit there and I have a beer after I uh, make these bets. But uh, I'm, I was 2-1 and one the first week, and uh, I was 2-2 um, two and two this past week. I bet four games. So I'm up. I'm up four games to three. How about that? So I'm up. So this week I bet on three uh, three games. Not necessarily going to tell you what they are, but uh, maybe on the Patreon I'll tell you who I bet on. So you you already know one. If you pay attention to this fucking podcast, you know who I'm fucking betting on. You know who the fuck I'm betting on. <laughs> so I got a text from good old Jamie. Old uh, old co-host of the podcast. She's now living in the Sag Nasty area. And she's like, what's up with the gambling? And I'm like, uh, I'm not betting a lot. And I'm, I'm actually winning right now anyway. I'm, I'm up. And she's like, I'm not concerned about the money necessarily. I'm more concerned about... Uh, you going to casinos because you know I have always always kind of had a little bit of a rant about casinos. I am not a fan of casinos. I don't like them. Uh, as, as a comedian, I have worked more than my fair share of casinos, and the shows normally aren't very fun at casinos. Uh, I don't like playing slots. I'm not a card guy. I'm not any of that. And so I told her, I'm like, I'm just betting games. I go in. I, I make, try to make an educated guess, and uh, there we go, right? And that's what I do. And then um, and that's it. I'm not, I'm not playing cards. I'm not playing slots. All that shit's against you. And the guy that, uh, that I met there, the guy who works there, you know, I was telling him, like, I 100% know that things are against me here. Uh, the house wins, hence you guys having this huge fucking building and you're building more to it you have multiple bars and entertainment rooms and you're building a hotel and all this shit i you don't build shit when you're losing fucking money so i fucking get it i believe i have whatever gambling addiction i might have under control and to be perfectly honest everybody if I was 1-2 the first week or 0-3 the first week, I probably wouldn't be fucking gambling anymore. Because I quickly realized when I, uh, the one and only time I played blackjack at a casino and I lost $85 in 15 minutes, uh, I, that's when I realized that gambling is not for me. I'm not good at it and I shouldn't do it. So, so there we go. I was hoping to go play Euchre tonight. You know, I asked around. You know, I asked people, I'm like, hey, where can I go play Euchre? And someone told me, like, hey, there's this place. It's called, like, House of Cards or House Games or something like that. And uh, they have Euchre on Thursdays. So I was like, oh, shit. So I messaged them because I couldn't find it on their Facebook page. I was like, hey, man. Hey, man. Heard you got Euchre tonight. What's the story? And they're like, oh, Euchre is next week. Apparently they do Euchre every other week. And I was like, all right, man. And uh, I was like, do I need a partner? Like, am I, or am I buying in for this shit? And uh, apparently I don't need a partner because you switch partners every game, which is good. I like that. And then they, uh, it was like a $5 buy-in. So, you know, 
winner gets money, the loser gets money, and then whoever has the most loners gets money too. That's if you guys know how to play, get that fucking loner, man. So I'm just trying to do stuff to get me out, to replace the lack of comedy, the lack of me going to shitty open mics. <laughs> fucking goddamn. When I look back on my life, at all of the open mics that I've gone to, all of these rooms that nobody's cared about what I was doing on stage. My buddy Michael Bustler, who is a funny comedian here in Grand Rapids, he had a post about how he was at an open mic last night, and apparently while he was on stage, someone commented uh, on the venue's Facebook page about how comedy was worse than karaoke or some shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to you're going to get assholes who are going to say shit like that. These assholes who go to fucking places and they don't know that there's going to be comedy there. They don't know that new guys are going to tell really fucking awful jokes. And uh I get as a comedian you're going to be mad about it, but then I think about it too as a fucking audience member, as a patron, I'm like Ah, fuck, I just wanted to sit here and have a beer and have a conversation with my friends or family or whatever. And now I got some asshole talking about how he was fisting his girlfriend or whatever. You're like, ah, Jesus Christ. And trust me, that shit happens. New comedians love a good old fisting joke for whatever reason. Uh, so it's uh, it, 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 I need something to replace it. So euchre. Apparently, there's a euchre tournament on Saturday that I'm I'm going to look to go to, and uh, we'll see if I can make some money. So speaking of comedy, speaking of comedy, everybody, one of the greatest of our generation, and I and I don't say that lightly. Uh, you can say whoever you want to say, and uh, I'll probably I'll probably disagree with you. But uh, one of the funniest of our time, one of the only comedians that I would go out of my way right now to pay money for uh, is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle released a new album. I guess it came out yesterday or today. It's called The Closer. Uh, and Dave is super duper funny. Uh, I don't care who you are. He is, he's very funny. He's very thoughtful. He, he's relatively profound. Uh, he, he's kind of like today's version of Carlin. And I say Carlin as opposed to Pryor because Carlin seemed to be a little more poignant, a little more socially aware. He would remark on things. Pryor, while funny, would often be, you know, more talking about shit in his life and things of that nature. So Pryor, very funny. I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm just saying that he was a little different than Carlin, a little different than Chappelle. <sighs> Apparently Chappelle is like a dog on a bone because he keeps telling these jokes about the transgender community for whatever fucking reason. I, I, I have no idea. I've never written a joke about the transgender community. I don't really care about the transgender community. I don't really know much about the transgender community. I don't really care about the transgender community. When I say I don't care, I mean I'm like, uh, they can go about live their lives. I'll go about live my lives. They're good people. Great. 
should they have equal rights? Yeah, we should all have equal rights. So it's, it's that kind of thing, right? I'm not begrudging them anything. Equal rights for everybody. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. But for whatever reason, Chappelle will just fucking keep making jokes about stuff. And I don't know. Apparently he was defending J.K. Rowling, who has had her own issues of transphobia. And it's just weird to me, man, because I know he had these problems from like his last special as well. I don't I haven't seen the special. Will I watch it? I don't know. At some point, I'm not going out of my way to fucking watch it. And to be perfectly fucking honest, if, uh, if I didn't follow so many comedians on social media, I wouldn't even fucking know. I'm just not paying attention to Dave. Dave doesn't need me to pay attention to him. He's doing quite well on his own. It's weird how he compares the plight of the transphobic or gay community to that of the African-American community because apparently one of the jokes he said, I'm just reading this from the article, he apparently, Chappelle said, in our country you can shoot a nigger, kill a nigger, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. That's a joke. It's, that, it's, a, it's a very, if you, if you don't get it, the fuck's wrong with you? It's a pretty funny joke. It's a pretty funny joke. But it's the kind of joke that's going to get you in trouble. And apparently it's getting him in trouble. And now there are all of these people who are saying, we need to cancel Dave Chappelle. Netflix, that's where the special is. Netflix, take the special down. This person, Dana White, which is so funny. Dana White, isn't that the person who runs the UFC? Yes. Different Dana White, though. Dana White from Two Colors Unite, which helps combat youth homelessness with a focus on LGBTQ, said, Nothing Dave Chappelle says changes the facts that trans women are women, trans men are men, non-binary people are non-binary, that LGBTQ plus people should live free of harm and discrimination. He is wrong, and Netflix has empowered him to be wrong loudly. And I will say, Dana White, that's your opinion. That's your opinion, Dana White. And uh, you can think it. And I'm not going to say you're wrong in thinking it. But I will say that a lot of people might disagree. A lot of people might disagree. So, uh, yeah. And there, you know, there's been a lot of people who have um, had their stuff to say about him. A lot of people have been supportive of him as well. Chance the Rapper, 50 Cent, 50 Cent. I guess you guys got to go watch it. If you got Netflix, go watch it and tell me what you think. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if you hate it. Tell me what you what you have to say about it. I'm probably going to forget all fucking about it. I'll just forget I need to watch it. I, there's there's no one out there that I'm like, oh, fuck. For me right now, the only people that I really care about right now are him and Bill Burr. Those are the only two. Um, I mean, there's plenty of others that I'm fans of. Bridget Everett, Neil Hamburger, Chad Daniels, Anthony Jeselnik. But whatever. 
it's all jokes, man. Please, please remember everybody that they're jokes. And uh, sometimes if uh, you take things too seriously, fuck, man. Like there was a guy, uh, my buddy Steve had a post up the other day. He said, is, is it okay to call people a fucktard? And people were going through, yeah, fuck, call a fucktard a fucktard. And then uh, this other guy, Mike, he said that he got in trouble for calling someone a fucktard. And this person came at him uh, from many, many different directions. And essentially, though, the person was saying that you, uh, you, because fucktard is just a variation of retard. And we can't say the R word anymore right now, everybody. We can't say it. And so fucktard is just a variation of the word tard. Apparently, that's the offensive thing, tard. And, you know, was, you know all, all these things and words heard, whatever this or that. And, uh, you know, I'm reading his comment. And, and my response was, I, you know, I have a brother who has Down syndrome. A good majority of my professional career as a social worker was working with people with developmental disabilities or mental health issues, whatever you want to say. And I said, I don't call those people fucktards. I call assholes fucktards. Right? It's, it's, you need to fucking relax in certain words, man. Just fucking relax and take it goddamn easy. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. If you don't like what Chappelle has to say, don't fucking watch the Netflix special. Don't fucking talk about it. Don't put things on social media because we all know the goddamn fucking, uh, what is it? Not, not, not the analytics, the, uh, what, what, fuck. The, the, the fucking system that tracks everything and manipulates everything. The more something gets talked about, the more fucking it's going to show up everywhere. So the more you fucking say you hate this shit, the more it's going to fucking pop up on stuff. That's why a lot of people say, don't respond to fucking lunatics, uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, racists, or whatever. Don't even like comment on their shit because it just pops up even more. Analytics? No. I said that. Anagram? Analogy? Fuck. I cannot remember. Yeah, this is the dementia that's happening to everybody. Speaking of fucking psychopaths, I had a this fucking guy. He used to be an open micer from way back when. And I cannot remember anything about this guy. I only remember his name because it's an interesting name. It's two first names. Neither name is necessarily very popular anymore. So it's just odd. He was very, he was there. I, I, I remember him as just being average at best. And then he seemingly disappeared. I guess he realized quickly this shit ain't for me and whatever. But he has been commenting on some of my posts. And again, he's another one of these assholes who is only going to comment on my political posts. I post maybe 10% of my shit is a political post. And even then, I wouldn't even call them necessarily political. They're still jokes. But today... Uh, three, well, actually three days ago, I made this post and he commented on it today, but three days ago, my post was, I said, random person. I believe that taking the vaccine should be a choice. And then my response was, I want to drive drunk. 
And the, the, the analogy for it all is you want to make it a choice. So many of these anti-vaxxers are like, it should be a choice. It's a choice. It should be my choice to drive drunk, right? And it is your choice. You can go ahead and do it. You can go ahead and not get the vaccine. I can go ahead and I can drive drunk. But here's the thing. You not getting the vaccine also has consequences. Just as much as me fucking driving drunk. If I get fucking busted, there are consequences for it, right? If a cop pulls me over and I do a breathalyzer or whatever, I'm going to get a goddamn Dewey. I'm going to go to jail and have a fine and lose my license and all sorts of awful stuff. If you don't get a vaccine, the consequences are more testing for you, more susceptible to getting the uh, to getting COVID, to getting sick, to passing it on to others. There are consequences for it. Nah, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Freedom of choice. It's a poison. They're putting a poison in my body. Booze is a poison. Soft drinks are a poison. Energy drinks are a poison. Smoking's a poison. Fast food's a poison. All this shit's a poison. Don't fucking come at me with this fucking poison shit. Particularly like now it's been, what, uh, six months since uh, people have been vaccinated. It's been six months for me. It's been six months for me since I got vaccinated. There, there's nothing fucking going on with me. Fuck you and fuck your mom if you call the poison, right? He called my, he called my joke a false narrative. <laughs> fucking Christ. If you ever use the word false narrative, fuck you. You're trying to act smart and you're using dumb fucking words. False narrative. I am sorry that you didn't understand. I'm sorry that fucking you're not able to comprehend. I'm sorry that you feel like the only things that you need to comment on are my fucking political posts. I hate that, man. If you want to fucking interact with me on social media, you fucking better interact with my goddamn jokes. I don't want to hear your fucking political opinions. And just, just as much, I don't want to hear yours. And guess what? I posted mine on my fucking page. I didn't go to your goddamn wall. These motherfuckers. If you want to fucking spout conspiracy shit, anti-vax shit, whatever, go fucking right ahead. Put it on your wall. Don't put it on my wall. I'm not on your wall going fucking false narrative, you fucking idiot. Eat shit, motherfucker. He even said, because this is the second time in, in like a week that he's kind of come at me sideways. He's like, I love you, man, but when you say I love you, man, but it means fuck you. And I'm saying it right now. I'm not even going, but I'm going, fuck you. You stupid piece of shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of all this fucking COVID shit, vaccine shit. Oh God, this happened in Maryland. This is the problem with anti-vaxxers. They're all crazy. You're crazy. If you're an anti-vaxxer, you're crazy. You're crazy, boy. You're crazy. There was a pharmacist in, in Maryland. His brother killed him. Jeffrey Burnham, 46 years old, killed his brother, 58-year-old Brian Robinette. 
I don't know why they got different last names, but they do. He killed him. Why'd he kill him, Stu? Why did this 46-year-old fuck kill a Maryland pharmacist as well as the pharmacist's wife and a family friend? He killed three people. Well, he wanted to confront his pharmacist brother about the COVID-19 vaccines because he was under the belief that the government was poisoning people with COVID vaccines. On September 30th, the Howard County Police Department said Brian Robinette and Kelly Sue Robinette, 57, were found shot to death in Ellicott City, roughly 13 miles west of Baltimore. Their bodies were discovered in a bedroom of their home, which had shell casings throughout it. Burnham drove to the area after committing an unrelated homicide in Allegheny County on the 29th and stealing the victim's car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Police believe that all three victims were targeted and known to the suspect. Rebecca Reynolds, a longtime friend of Burnham's mother, was found dead on the 29th. The Cumberland Police Department news release said the 83-year-old body, 83-year-old woman's body showed signs of obvious trauma. This fucking lunatic cunt killed an 83-year-old woman. His fucking brother, who was a pharmacist, and his brother's wife. Because he was under the assumption that fucking uh, vaccines were poison. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. So clearly, uh, this dude is a complete wackadoodle. Or he schizophrenic of some kind, right? Schizo motherfucking phrenic. Schizo motherfucking phrenic. And it's not to say that schizophrenic people are fucking criminals and homicidal and all that shit. It is to say that oftentimes these people get in fucking uh, moods and their brains don't think correctly. He just fucking whacked him. He just fucking whacked him. Police launched a search for Burnham and he was found October 1st in West Virginia. He was on the lamb. He was mint jelly because he was on the lamb. You guys get that joke? You get it? I can't even imagine. What's what's the Well, maybe maybe their parents are dead, but fuck. You you killed an 83-year-old woman to steal her car? The fuck. And they're showing me pictures. They, they, there's a police spokesperson holding a picture of him and he looks like a smug piece of shit in my brain he's his face is very punchable huh just awful you know what's not awful i'm well, actually it probably is awful uh you know a lot of sodas pops for all you midwest fucks pops you gonna go drink your pops a lot of pops We'll come up with new flavors. You know, it always seems like Coke is coming up with like, here's mint Coke and orange Coke and vanilla Coke and strawberry Coke or whatever. Well, Pepsi's like, don't forget about us. Because Pepsi is coming out with a crazy new flavor because it is baseball playoff season. You guys know what I'm talking about. 
If you had to guess, oh my God, Pepsi is making a new flavor for the baseball season, for the baseball playoff season, what do you think it would be? I will give you one guess. And if you said Cracker Jack, you are fucking correct. Holy shit. Cracker Jack flavored fucking Pepsi? It sounds fucking abysmal. But, I, you know, that's the kind of shit that when Jamie and I were doing weird eating shit, we were like, oh, fuck, yeah, let's let's get that. Let's taste that. Let's see what it fucking tastes like. Although I'm pretty proud of myself, everybody. I'm close to three months of uh, no soda. No fucking soda. For me, I haven't had any, so I feel pretty good about that shit. But I might, I might break it for this. But um, here's the catch, everybody. There's only um, 2,000 of these things that are readily available. Where the fuck did it go? Oh, sorry, everybody. It disappeared. There's only gonna, they're only going to make 2,000 cans, and you got to win them. And so I went to the site that uh, showed me where you can win it, what you need to do to win it. And I'm like, God. It's at, uh, if you go to rules.gselive.com backslash Pepsi hyphen crackerjack.html. It's a mouthful, all right? So starting today, you can start, you got to post videos of yourself with this shit. During the sweepstakes period, take video of yourself singing all or portion of the take me out to the ball game, but sing the word Pepsi instead of peanuts. Buy me some Pepsi and Cracker Jacks. Then you got to post your uh, video on your Twitter or TikTok account. Fuck that goddamn TikTok. The video has to be at least five seconds long, but no longer than 25 seconds. Hashtags must be included. What do we need for the hashtags? Uh, it's got to be hashtag Pepsi sing to score hashtag sweepstakes. Jesus, so much. Ugh. Now, now I don't even care. I have zero interest in, in fucking doing it. Essentially what it is, it's the winners all. Who's the best at editing? Fuck. Go go do it. If you win, give me a can. How about that, everybody? How about that? No, 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 no. All right. That's it, everybody. I'm done. I'm done. There's some other things that I could talk about, but I'm done. I'm not going to talk about it. It's all good. So if you guys can do me a solid, if you guys can go like the Facebook page and the Twitter page for Elemental Podcast. I'd like it. If you guys uh, enjoyed this shit for whatever reason, uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. Five bucks a month. That's it. And it's this podcast, but just more of this podcast. Because they do it pretty much every day. Every once in a while I miss a day, but pretty much every other day. So I got over 400 episodes of the Patreon. So you're going to get a lot. And every once in a while I give away shit for free. Five bucks a month. That's it. Now, the commercial aspect of this, uh, these are some places and things I want you to uh, support. Another episode podcast, that's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. I like their podcast. I haven't listened to the one. They put new ones out every Wednesday. I haven't listened to it yet. It's October, so they're doing scarier movies. They're talk, they talked about the movie, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, the Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. 
I need to watch that if I can. I haven't seen it in forever. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. But uh, go like them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and listen on your favorite podcast platform, another episode of podcast. The Sunday Slaw, that's Adam and Stephanie House. They talk about coleslaw. And they post uh, videos every Sunday about uh, coleslaw, Facebook Live, doing it. So go like their page, please, if you could as well, The Sunday Slaw. They're trying to get up to 300 followers or likes or whatever the fuck it is. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Gourmet donuts. Who knew that there was gourmet anything in Texas, but they got gourmet donuts. So uh, go check them out on Facebook, the whole thing donut shop. And then if you ever make it down to Forney, it's a suburb of Dallas. Go check them out. Get yourself a good gourmet donut. And then last but not least, John Midgley. John's a magician, a social worker. Um, he also uh, used to make videotapes, blank videotapes. He'd be in a factory all goddamn day. He'd put spools of film in a fucking uh, plastic case. And that's how they got VHS tapes. Weird, right? You'd think they'd have a machine that would do it. Nope. That was all John. But he's got a page on Facebook, Magic JBM, because he is a magician, as I said. So you can follow along with everything that's going on in his life, in the life of a magician. And uh, you'll be better off for it. Everybody love it. What's going on with you, Sadie Dog? So that's it, everybody. You guys are great. I love you. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon, and I will tell you who I bet lots of money on on these uh, NFL games. I'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Come on.